Yeah, Dee Scalfani um, really gets me up out of my seat. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to fucking watch him throw 92. Yippee. <laughs> All right, welcome to the 55th episode of Clubhouse Combos. Your host, Colin Scully, per usual, joined by my good friend, Evan Mullings. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm good, Colin. How are you today? I am just delightful. And our other good friend, Connor Newman. Is that a Mariners jersey I see? Of course. Although I'm kind of sad now that, you know, tomorrow got canceled and the Red Sox got canceled. Kind of puts a damper on opening day. Kind of nice because I have class from 2.10 to 5 o'clock tomorrow, so I wouldn't have gotten to watch any of the game. Uh, and joined today by a re- reoccurring guest at this point, uh, Jason Ward of In the Dugout Podcast. Jason, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing good. It's good to be back. Good to be talking some baseball with the season starting now. I know. Last time we talked, it was lockout. We weren't sure if we were even going to have this episode before, like, fucking May. So it's nice to be getting it done at the beginning of April, opening day tomorrow. Will be today when the podcast is out, but looking forward to it. Uh, Ev, you're kind of going to host this one, so I'll just throw it over there. Yeah, so we all remember last year's pretty well. We remember some of the things that were said, me talking about the Braves, of course, and then they go on to win the World Series. It's just funny how that's what shit somehow keeps happening to me. I say shit and then the opposite kind of happens, but uh, I think this will be fun. Uh, so just a preview kind of what we're going to be doing, going through some key losses and ads for each team. Um, we'll kind of go in order. Uh, Colin can start followed by Connor and then Jason giving their standings followed by me. We'll do some open discussion over unders and then kind of rotate through uh, one player to watch on each team. Um, so yeah, let's get this started. So first off, we'll start, we'll start in the America, uh, the American league East, um, Tampa Bay Rays, um, an interesting offseason. Uh, they added Corey Kluber, but lost Nelson Cruz, Colin McHugh, Joey Wendell, and Austin Meadows earlier this week. Uh, the Red Sox, key gain, Trevor Story, obviously, lost Eduardo Rodriguez, Kyle Schwarber, Hunter Renfro. Um, the Blue Jays had a really interesting offseason, uh, lost Semyon, lost their reigning AL Cy Young winner, Robbie Ray, Stephen Matz as well, brought in Gosman, Chapman, and Kikuchi. Uh, the New York Yankees, another team that was pretty busy, didn't really add a key free agent like many had thought that they would. Uh, brought in Donaldson and Kiner Falefa. Uh, lost Urshela, Sanchez, Voigt, and Corey Kluber. And then the Orioles, they really didn't do much. Uh, no real key ads or losses. Um, so, Colin, what are your standings for the AL East uh, in order? You're muted. Thank you. Sorry, it's goldfish. Uh, number one, I have Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, number two, Boston Red Sox, followed by the Tampa Bay Rays at three, the New York Yankees fourth, and the Baltimore Orioles fifth. Connor? Yeah, I have the exact same thing. Blue Jays at the top. Uh, our Red Sox slot in, in second. Uh, the Rays in third. Yankees dropping down to fourth. And, of course, the Orioles are bottom of the pile jason yeah i got blue jays at the top then red Sox, rays yankees and orioles then i got 
uh, Tampa Bay one, uh, Boston two, Toronto three, New York four, Baltimore five. Um, I think we could probably all agree that this is the most competitive division. Um, Colin, what do you really like that Toronto did? I know you three are pretty high on Toronto, but um, what was kind of their big move that you liked and um, what kind of gives you a good feeling about them this year? Uh, it's not so much a big move. It's just, you know, now they have a full year in Toronto. Uh, if you remember, they played half the year in New York last year. So a full season of home field advantage is always nice. Obviously, Vladdy had an amazing year last year. I mean, the lineup is so deep. You have Hernandez, uh, Gurriel, you had a Chapman, you have Bichette still, Vladdy, as I said, um, Randall Gritchick, George Springer's healthy for the year this year. Well, hopefully healthy, hopefully not healthy, honestly, as a Red Sox fan. But if you're a Toronto fan, you're hoping he stays healthy all year. Um, and I think Gosman is going to slide in pretty well for Robbie Ray. I, I don't think that's too much of a loss. Um, yeah, I, I just like Toronto a lot. I don't see them losing many games due to lack of scoring like other teams maybe in this division. Hmm. Do have to give a quick fact check though, real quick. Gritchick gone, Tapia in, but again, similar. Oh, I apologize. You're right. Um, Newman, not so high on the Yankees. Um, what do you think that they should have done differently in the off season? Um, I think I would have liked to see them pursue one of those big shortstops, either a story or a Correa. I, I do like Connor Falefa. I think he brings that defense that they needed. You know, he's a contact hitter, which they seem to overload with power. It's nice to switch things up. Uh, same with Donaldson. I think he could be a nice piece, but they didn't do anything to address the rotation. I feel like they have a lot of guys who would be, you know, fours or threes on another team, like Jordan Montgomery, Jamison Tyone. Like those guys aren't great guys behind Garrett Cole. I mean, we'll see, you know, Luis Severino, maybe we'll get a full season out of him. And he's pretty good. So I think he could slot in as their two guy. But I would have liked to see them pursue, you know, be more aggressive for a Sean Manaya uh, in that trade or someone else. I, maybe they're still in on Montas, but they really did nothing to address their pitching. Jason, walk me through the Red Sox offseason. What did you like? What did you not like? I mean, obviously, it was a weird offseason because of the lockout. But overall, I, I like what they did. I think they needed that Trevor Story deal for many reasons. I think it bolsters the whole entire team. It, it creates a ripple effect where now Kike Hernandez can be the everyday center fielder, and he can kind of slide into that role. Uh, we finally have a good second base for the first time since the majority, really. It tells me Dahlbeck that the first base job is yours to lose or to keep. Um, and it really just strengthens the lineup, makes the lineup much deeper, especially when we have story playing six, like Alex Cora was talking about, at speed, adds defense. Um, and then on the pitching side of it, we added some bullpen guys. I think Matt Strom is going to be very solid for us. Jake Diekman, you pretty much know what you're going to get from him. He's going to be a very solid lefty out there. I wish we went out and got a closer. That's still one missing piece. But I think we have enough guys in the bullpen, like Garrett Whitlock, Picasso Sawamora, who are going to produce um, and really strengthen that part of our team. The rotation, I think, is still kind of left as a question mark with Chris Sale out for 60 days right now. You have Nick Pavetta as your two. I love Nick Pavetta, but he shouldn't be your two. The back end of the rotation is questionable with Rick Hill and Michael Walker. I think that's one problem they left kind of unaddressed. But overall, I like what they did this offseason, and, and they have a very competitive team heading into 2022. Go ahead, Colin. Now, I'd like to ask you guys, uh, I know Whitlock obviously valuable for a, a relief guy who can pitch multiple innings, but 
given how dominant he was, how how much would you hate if he were to be the closer? You lose maybe him coming in seven, eight, nine sometimes, but to get that, you know, solid performance consistency out of that ninth inning pitcher, would you guys like Whitlock in that spot or kind of by committee like they did the last half of last year? I'll go first. I mean, I think it should be Matt Barnes in the closer role. Uh, obviously, to start the year, I think that's obviously the expectation. Um, obviously, there was some rumors last year about whether Whitlock was kind of going to go into the rotation or not. Um, doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Uh, I kind of want him in the same role as last year. Again, Matt Barnes struggled, obviously, late in the year last year, had the closers role for most of the year, was pretty good during um, the, the start of the year. And then on, but I think you got to put him back. See if he uh, see how he pitches. See if he can get some of that confidence back. Obviously, he was left off like the roster in the playoffs, like against what was it, Houston? I I don't have a full memory on that, but um, I think put him there. See how he does. Obviously, the leash isn't going to be too long, but I think you got to start the season with Barnes. I don't know what Jason thinks though. Um, I hate Matt Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that um. He just is so unpredictable. I mean, last season he was an all-star closer, and then he lost closing job because he was so bad in the second half. He's just he blows games uh, like crazy. I mean, I, I don't. It's so hard for me to say that Matt Barnes is a closer. Uh, it's hard for Alex Cora to say apparently because he hasn't named Matt Barnes a closer. What I honestly think could happen is I think. One guy I'm really high on this year is Hirokazu Sawamura. Alex Cora is high on him too. I think there's a decent chance that he really succeeds and kind of earns the closer role. And I honestly think if it's not him, it's going to be someone else. I don't think that they're going to commit to Matt Barnes being the everyday closer unless he's forming like that. I think they're going to roll with whoever earns that position is who's going to be the closer. Anything else on the ALEs before we get into some over-unders? All right, let's do it. Tampa Bay Rays won 100 games last season. Um, again, some key losses. They're number 89 and a half. I'm going to take the over. They, all, they to me, feel like a Carolina Hurricanes. I, I know bringing in some hockey here, but again, well coached. Um, probably one of the best managers in all of baseball and Kevin Cash. I think they'll always be kind of good. Um, they got some young up and coming guys. I think Franco has a fantastic year. I'm going to take over 89 and a half, Colin. Me as well. That's a good line. Uh, I think just over. I think they hit low 90s. Jason? This is a tough one for me because I'd put them right at 89, 90 wins. I'm going to go I'm gonna go under. All right. Next up, we'll go with the Boston Red Sox. Uh, 85 and a half. I think that's a pretty easy over. They won 92 games last year, and I think they got better. Yeah, I'm going over. Yep, easy over. Absolutely over. The Toronto Blue Jays, 92 and a half is their line. They won 91 last year. They had some key losses. They had some key ads. I think they all kind of offset each other. I think the Rays are better, and I think the Red Sox are better. I'm going to take under 92 and a half Toronto. Uh, Toronto is the only team in the American League that I have winning over 100 games, so I'm taking the over. Yeah, for me, they just got better, so I'm going to go with over. Yeah, I also think the Blue Jays won 100 games over. Yankees, 91 and a half. They won 92 games last year. I'm taking the under on the Yankees. I have them fourth. Me as well. Fuck the Yankees. Way under. 
Yep, under. Fair. Um, Baltimore Orioles last up. Uh, they won 52 games last year. Their line is 62 and a half. I mean, I don't think that they got 10 games better. Under. I had them at 52 wins again, so under for me. Under. Poor Baltimore. Under, especially because the division around them is so good. All right, so let's rotate over to the AL uh, Central. Um, first off, we'll start with the White Sox. They added Kendall Graveman out of the bullpen. Uh, lost Carlos Rodon, obviously, to San Francisco. Cesar Hernandez and another bullpen arm in Ryan Tepera. Obviously, then Craig Kimbrell goes to L.A. They bring in A.J. Pollock uh, in, in a recent trade. Um, the Minnesota Twins added Carlos Correa, Sonny Gray, Gio Urshela, Gary Sanchez. Traded Donaldson, lost Mitch Garver, and Michael Pineda. Um, the Tigers, obviously, Javi Baez comes in. Tucker Barnhart, they talked a lot about so far. A.J. Hinch loves him. Uh, Andrew Chafin out of the bullpen. Michael Pineda, Eduardo Rodriguez. Lost Matt Boyd. So, pretty good offseason for the Tigers. Um, the Guardians didn't really do much. Nothing really significant. And the Royals, Zach Ranke is going to be their opening day starter. Didn't really lose anybody, but they got Bobby Witt coming up. Uh, who made the opening day roster number one prospect in baseball. Um, Colin, you want to give us your standings? Sure. Uh, White Sox won. I had Tigers and Twins with the same record. Uh, tiebreaker going to the Twins, so they're second. Twins third, Guardians four, and Royals fifth. Yeah, I've got the exact same. White Sox at the top, followed by the Twins and Tigers, uh, Guardians at fourth, and the Royals in last. Jason? I might be stupid, but I'm kind of high on the Royals. I got the White Sox number one, Twins two, Royals three, Tigers four, Guardians five. And I have the Minnesota Twins at number one. I kind of changed oh, God. This. on the uh, on the, our power rankings. I said I had the White Sox one. I'm going to go Minnesota one, Chicago two, Detroit three, Cleveland four, Kansas City five. Um, I guess I'll kind of maybe explain my rationale for having the Twins number one. I've kind of watched the Carlos Correa-Buxton duo seems like it's going to be a fucking problem this season. Buxton to the end of the year when he got back, he played unbelievably well um, late in the year, obviously after he was hurt. If he can stay healthy, this team is dangerous. I think Bailey Ober could have a good year. Um, Joe, I think his name's Joe Ryan. Like they, Sonny Gray, um, Dylan Bundy's now in the rotation. I think you got to have a lot of guys who maybe can overperform and the lineup to me is not going to be a problem for them. So I don't know. Maybe it's just me not being high on Chicago. I know we've had our discussions about that. Um, but that's kind of my thoughts on Minnesota. Colin, you still love Chicago. You think they're the best team, right? I can't remember best team in the AL, one of the best. Um, why do you like them so much? Well, I mean, to your point, you say Antonio Russo managed team will never have real success at this point in his career. Um, obviously, LaRusso's resume speaks for itself, but you look at all the shit they dealt with last year, specifically at the, the front half of the year last year with all that drama, and they still finished atop that division pretty handedly. Uh, they were, I believe they were the one seed, no? Um, Might have been Toronto. Or, sorry, Tampa Bay. I think it was um, Tampa. But I, I like Chicago a lot. They just have way too many uber-talented players on that team. That outfield's outstanding with uh, Jimenez, Robert, and now you had Pollock. I love Anderson. You have Moncada. 
Um, obviously, Abreu at first. Like, it's a really, really good lineup. Good defensively, too. Um, I still like the pitching staff. I think Dylan Cease is going to have a really good year. He'll probably step into Rodone's role as the number two, three kind of guy behind Lance, uh, Lance Lynn once he returns and Giolito. So I like what the White Sox have. I still think their bullpen's really strong, even though they lost Graveman. Or, sorry, not Graveman. Brought in Graveman, lost Kimbrell. Mm. Um, Newman, I know you're – as a podcast collectively, I think we all like the Tigers. Um, what kind of stands out on their roster for you? Um, well, obviously, the, the, the big news, Spencer Torkelson is going to be their first baseman. I think that's huge, uh, getting him on the opening day roster. I think the pitching, you know, Casey Mize, Tariq Skubal, like those guys are pretty good, pretty young. Um, I like Akil Badu this year. I think he said it himself. He wants to hit 30 homers and steal 30 bases, um, which would be fucking incredible if he's able to do that. Uh, obviously, Miguel Cabrera taking a back seat, I think, is huge to get these young guys in the lineup. Uh, and Javier Baez was a big pickup for them. I know he's kind of been up and down lately, but he's a good fielder. I drafted him on my fantasy team for no fucking reason. But I like their roster this year. I think they have a chance to maybe even finish second this year uh, in that AL Central. I think it's a pretty weak division, so pretty up in the air for them. Jason, you noted the Royals. Uh, you had them three. Um, obviously, I would assume you like Bobby Witt. Benintendi's still there. What do you like? Yeah, I mean, I think Bobby Witt, is one of the best prospects in baseball, and I think he's going to succeed at the major league level. Um, real quick about the Tigers, I just want to say it's between them and the Royals for me for third place, but no one on the Tigers really excites me. I think Javier Baez is overrated. I think really everyone on their team is overrated. Eduardo Rodriguez is not as good as people think. Um, we kind of saw that firsthand as Red Sox fans that can be good, but I don't think he is consistent enough. Um, but back to the Royals, I just like their team. Um, that Granky coming back, I think it's huge for them, even though he's ancient. I think they have some sneaky good guys in the bullpen. Um, and, I mean, looking at their team, they have Carlos Santana, Merrifield, Andrew Benatendi, I think, will kind of break out a little bit. I mean, I've been saying that since he's been on the Red Sox. but And then Salvador Perez is the best catcher in the game. So they have some solid players, and I think they might surprise some people. Yeah, it'll be competitive for sure. I think you guys think – I guess here's my question – do you think the division's close, or do you think Chicago's leaps and bounds, like a 10-game lead to 15-game lead? Like, do you guys think it'll be close? I know. Um, I had Chicago with 15 more wins than the second-place team. What do you I mean, like, last year they were 13 wins ahead of the Guardians, who finished in second. I think this is probably one of the weaker divisions. I mean, compared to the AL East, this is child's play. So Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely one of the weaker divisions, but I think it'll be close between the White Sox and Twins. Maybe not super close. I'd put them under 10 games, though, in terms of distance. All right, let's run through some over-unders. First off, let's start with Chicago. 91.5 is the number. They won 93 last year. I'm going to go under. There's just something about this team that I just am not behind. And it might be my uh, – this might be similar to me talking about the Braves last year, so someone should probably go bet them to win the World Series. But uh, – I'm going to say under. Over for me. I'm going to take the over. I like the roster a lot. I'll go over, but not by much. Next up, the Minnesota Twins. 81 and a half is their number. They won 73 last year. I'm obviously going to go over. Over, but I only have them at 83. Yeah, I'll take the over. Yeah, I'll go over too. 
Detroit Tigers, 77 and a half is the number. They won 77 last year. I guess by that logic, they got better, so I'll take the over. Yep, over for me. Yeah, I'll go over. Yeah, me too, over. Uh, Cleveland Guardians, uh, 76 and a half is the number. They won 80 last year. Pretty good rotation still uh, in Cleveland. I'll probably take the over barely, barely. Yeah, I'll take over. You have a full season of Bieber now. I had them at 79. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go under because we'll never have a full season of Shane Bieber. <laughs> uh, I'm going under as well. I They're just not that good outside of Bieber. Uh, Royal 74 and a half is the number. They won 74 last year. I'm just going to take the under. It's like all the other teams better. Under for me. Under for me. Give me the over. <laughs> wow. All right. Now going into the AL West, um, let's start with the Mariners. Um, they added Robbie Ray, Jesse Winker, A. Eugenio Suarez, and Adam Frazier. Kyle Seeger and Kikuchi are the main losses there. Um, the Astros, really nothing, no key ads, really. Obviously lost Correa, uh, Zach Greinke, and Kendall Graveman. Um, the L.A. Angels, they added Noah Syndergaard, obviously. If he could stay healthy, that's a big one. Aaron Loop and Ryan Tepper in the bullpen. Alex Cobb is the loss there. Uh, Texas Rangers, Marcus Semyon and Corey Seager, they dished out a ton of money to. John Gray as well early, uh, I believe, before the lockout. And then Mitch Garver. And then uh, Falefa was the one that they were not able to hold on to. And then the Oakland Athletics, uh, really Christian Pashi was the only guy that they brought in the prospect. Um, lost Olsen, Chapman, Manaya, Bassett, Marte, Canna, and Andrew Chafin. So really tough times to be an Oakland Athletics fan. They lost pretty much four strong hitters and good bullpen arms and a couple starters. Their so entire team. Jesus. Their entire team, it felt like, yeah. Um, so we'll go through standings. Colin, what do you got? I have Astros one right behind them by one game is Seattle. Uh, and then the LA Angels – Texas Rangers, Oakland Athletics last. I keep copying Colin, apparently. I have Astros, Seattle, the Angels, the Rangers, and the A's. It's because we're smart, Newman. Jason? Uh, I got another another surprise for you here. I'm going Angels winning the division. Um, Astros not too far behind at all, though, in second. Mariners three, Rangers four, and the poor A's last. Um, I got Seattle winning the division, uh, followed by Houston, L.A., Texas, and Oakland. Um, I guess, Jason, I'll start with you. Angels, um, what do you like about them? I know Mike Trout's back, so that's obviously probably part of it. Yeah, I mean, Mike Trout is one of the best players in the game. Shohei Otani is one of the best players in the game. You're going to have Anthony Rendon again. Uh, they added Noah Syndergaard, so they actually have like a decent starter. I just think that their year has been like in the waiting for so long. I think I don't think they're going to win the World Series. Let me clarify there. But I think that their year to maybe make the playoffs could be this year. Jared Walsh I like a lot too. Uh, David Fletcher. I think their outfield has some young guys that could really break out like Joe Adele and Brandon Marsh. I just I really like the Angels this year. Um, and I don't really like the Astros a whole lot, so that's part of it too. But yeah, I think the Angels will have a good year. Uh, Newman. Talk to me about your Mariners. Um, 
I'm hopeful for the Mariners this year, but you know, winning 90 games last year was clearly an overperformance. I think everyone knows it. We got very lucky, and I doubt we hit that number again this year. Um, if I wasn't so biased, I'd probably put the Angels ahead of us. Um, you know, we bring in Robbie Ray, who as much as like he won the Cy Young, I don't think he's going to repeat those numbers. That seemed like a fluky kind of year for him. Same with like Winker. Obviously, Winker was a superstar last year, but he hit sub 200 against lefties. Uh, so, you know, you got kind of got to deploy him in the right way. But I love the lineup and obviously the rotation and the bullpen were fantastic last year. So I hope to get that result again this year. But I don't think the playoffs are probably a, a reality this year unless we go nuts. Obviously, uh, putting Julio on the opening day roster is fucking awesome. So super excited to see him this year. Oh, and last year you didn't have the Astros in your playoffs. Uh, now you do. Uh, what do you like about them this year going in? I mean, I don't like anything about them. I hate the Astros, uh, but they just win games. Like that lineup is so fucking disgusting. Alvarez is a monster. Tucker is a monster. Altuve had a much better year last year than he did the previous. Uh, I expect Bregman to bounce back. I think the loss of Correa hurts, but it's not a game changer for me. The pitching's good enough. Um, a lot of young guys we saw in the playoffs had uh, obviously some down games, especially in the Sox series, but also some very impressive outings as well. Um, my one concern is maybe the bullpen. I think Graveman was a big piece of that, um, but we'll see. I think Ryan Presley's uh, definitely probably top five, top seven closer in the MLB, so – uh, I think they'll win a lot of games, shutting teams down in the ninth inning. Um, similar to the, the White Sox, I don't see them, you know, squandering many leads like the Red Sox might, Rays might, um, even Toronto. I don't even know who their closer is. Is it Giles still? What do you say? Romano. Romano, yes, 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 my bad. Um, but, yeah, I, I still do like the Astros as a playoff team. No, I do too. Um, it, it's really going to be interesting because I was just kind of off to the side here putting kind of my playoff teams. Uh, they added the extra pl uh, playoff team, right, for this year? Yes. Okay, sounds good. Um, and I'm, like, leaving out. Like, it's tough to kind of nail in these playoff teams. I mean, do we quickly want to, before we kind of do the over-unders, do we want to maybe give – I guess we could do the over-unders first, but then if you guys want to start thinking about uh, your playoff teams – um, we'll start with Houston here in the over-unders. 91 and a half is the number. They won 95 last year. Um, I'm not going to bet against them. I would probably say over barely, though, Colin. Me too. I had them at 94. Yeah, yeah I'll take the over. Jason. Right on the line. Um, I'm going to go uh, under, but barely. Uh, next up, we'll go Seattle. 83 and a half is the number. They won 90 last year. I like them. I think they won the division. I'm going to say over. Definitely over for me. I had them at 93. I'll take the over. It's going to be somewhere in between those two numbers. Over. Uh, LA Angels. Uh, 83 and a half is the number. They won 77 last year. Under. Over barely for me. Over. I like the Angels this year. Yeah, I'm going over, of course. Jason, think that they win 90, 95? Where, where do you got them? I'd say like 94. Texas, they got better. Obviously, they only won 60 games last year. Now their number is at 74 and a half. Under still. 
barely under for me too. Yeah, I hate Texas this year under. Uh, yeah, I'd go under. Oakland Athletics with the biggest drop off here. They won 86 last year, down to 68 and a half being the number. Under, 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 barely for me as well. It's under, under. All right, is that? Uh, have you guys thought about kind of your playoff teams? I can go first and kind of list what I got. Um, Tampa Bay winning the AL East, Minnesota winning the AL Central. They're in Seattle, the AL West. So that gives me the three wild cards. Boston's got to be one. Um, I think Houston's got to be one still. I'm not going to bet against them. And then that really leaves it between Toronto, Chicago, between those two. I'm going to take Toronto. I'm going to say the White Sox missed the playoffs. You're out of your fucking mind, uh, dude. I might be. I might be. There's just too many good teams. Um, I have go ahead, Toronto division winner, Chicago division winner, Houston division winner, and then Sox, Rays, and Mariners. Yeah, for me, it's going to be the Jays, White Sox, and Astros winning the division. I've got the Red Sox and Rays. And then it's going to be either the Mariners or the Angels. I guess I'll take the Mariners. I I feel like the Yankees should be in, but they just – in that stacked division, they're going to be losing so many divisional games, they just probably will miss. This one you got. I just want to say because of Evan's picks, I'm going to pick the White Sox to win the World Series after this. Um, <laughs> but I got the, the Blue Jays, White Sox, and Angels winning their divisions. So my wildcard teams are the Sox, Rays, and Astros. And who do we got as an AL representative in the World Series? I am going to go with – fuck it. I'm going to go with the Red Sox. I mean, why not? Like, why not? They got so close last year. If they can get hot again in the playoffs, um, I'm going to take them, I think. Subject to change, though. Colin. I really would like to take the Red Sox. I think out of those six playoff teams I listed, I'd say Cora is the best playoff manager. Um, but – I'm really tempted to go Toronto. My only 100-plus win team, uh, their lineup is just so fucking good. If their pitching is half as good as it was last year, I think they'll have a lot of success. I'm going with the White Sox. Fuck you, Evan. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's crazy, dude. You know, um, your fucking mind. We should cancel be. you. Uh, no, <laughs> uncancelable. Go ahead, Jason. I mean – Probably Chicago, based on what you just said. It's tough, but I I think the Red Sox have too many gaps right now, and I think the White Sox have too many gaps. So I'm gonna go Blue Jays. I, I like the Jays a lot this year. Let's go, Jason. All right, shifting over to the National League. Um pretty good, pretty good division. Uh here. We'll go to the NL East. We'll start with the Braves. Um, obviously Matt Olson really is the big ad. They lost Freddie Freeman. Um which was an interesting move. We can talk about it uh, in a little bit too. Um, Mets uh, probably had the best off season. I think we would maybe all agree. Brought in Scherzer, Bassett, Marte, Escobar, and Mark Canna. Um, did lose Bias, Stroman, Loop, and Conforto. Michael Conforto is still a free agent. I'm not quite sure what he's doing or what the plan is with him. Rehabbing. Rehabbing right now. I wonder if he'll go back to the Mets. I don't know yet. You know, Cohen loves to spend his money. Uh, the Phillies brought in Castellanos and Schwarber, two really big ads, I think, for them. Lost McCutcheon, um, but he's obviously easily replaceable. The Marlins did a great job on uh, addressing their 29th-ranked offense a short year ago. Avi Garcia, Jorge Soler, 
brought in Stallings to be the catcher and Joey Wendell. And then the Nationals uh, brought in Nelson Cruz and Cesar Hernandez. Didn't really lose anybody. Um, Colin, what do you got for standings? I have Atlanta followed by Philly, then the Mets, the Marlins, and the Nationals way below everyone else. We finally differ. I got the Braves up top with the Mets in second, uh, and the Phillies in third, Marlins fourth, and the Nationals in fifth. Jason, I already know what you got here, different from the rest. Yeah. Um, I got I got the Phillies winning the division. Oh. Um, Braves not too far behind. Mets in third, Marlins fourth, Nationals fifth. Uh, I'm going Braves one, Mets two, Phillies three, Marlins four, Nats five. Um. I guess we'll start with Jason, the Phillies. Uh, Kyle Schwarber, former Red Sox, they bring him in. And obviously, Cassiano's over 100 RBIs and 30 homers a year ago. Um, what do you like about him? Yeah, I mean, they got that big three. Cassianos and Schwarber are really good additions. And then they have reigning MVP Bryce Harper still. Uh, you have in the rotation Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola. I really like this Phillies team. And... Uh, let's not forget that their GM is Dave Dombrowski, so you know that he's going to spend at the deadline. He'll go out and get some guys, and he's going to put everything he has into making this like a, a playoff team. And I, I think they are. I think they're a really good team. Um, it's tough to pick them over the reigning World Series champs in the division, but I that's how good I think they'll be. Um. Newman, you want to talk about the Mets? Um, obviously, DeGrom, that kind of hurts them a little bit. Uh, how much do you think they'll be affected by that? And how do you think Scherzer will play in the rest of their ads? Yeah, I mean, losing DeGrom until probably early June at this point, considering he has to rehab, it was fucking tough. I mean, he's easily one of the best pitchers like ever to fucking throw. Um, so that's huge for them. I think Scherzer, you know, he can step in and fill that role. But, you know, you're originally going to go into the year with – two of the, you know, the top five pitchers of the past decade on your team. Now you only have one. It's kind of tough, but fucking Cohen emptied his fucking wallet this year, stacking that lineup. So I, I really do like the lineup this year. I think they've upgraded. I, I think it does come down, you know, Lindor, can he leap, uh, rebound after that pitiful season he had last year? I love the bullpen. Edwin Diaz, former Mariners, the guy I love. Um, but I, so I think they have a chance to, you know, had they had DeGrom even compete for the division title, but, you know, without him now, I think they can still make the playoffs uh, as a second-place team in that division. Um, Colin, uh, talk about the Braves real quick and kind of that move to bring in Matt Olson, And then I know you do like the Marlins, too. I know you, you, I you do. kind of respect the moves that they made. Yeah, Um in terms of the Braves, I honestly don't think Freeman Olsen, you're losing anything. Um, maybe a, a slight advantage to Freeman defensively, but, I mean, Olsen hit, what, 30 bombs, 100 RBI, like yeah, 290 true. last year. He's a beast. I think they gave. I think they're better with Olsen. Yeah, uh, younger, uh, pretty much the same money that Freeman got over the same amount of years, and Olsen's like four or five years younger. So I think that was a win for them. Um you get Soroka back hopefully at some point this year. I know he's still on the IL, but that would be a big addition. I love Ian Anderson. I have him on my fantasy team. Obviously, Freed is disgusting. Uh, and then a pretty solid bullpen. Um, so I like what Atlanta has. I do think um, Solaire might hurt them a little more than a lot of people will expect. I think he was really good in the playoffs. Um, you kind of hope Eddie Rosario has – 
his playoffs continue into the regular season. He had a pretty abysmal regular season. Uh, I think Cleveland like gave them money to take him on. He was that bad last year. So hopefully he produces. I actually have him on my team as well. And then the Marlins, like Newman has talked about a lot on the podcast. Their uh, rotation is really respectable with um, Alcantara, Lopez, uh, you have Rogers in there and there's one more name I'm forgetting. Um, but I do like the additions they have. I said Lopez. Oh. Yeah, I do like the additions in the field. Garcia and Soler are nice pieces in the outfield. Wendell's a guy who can uh, hit for power, hit for contact. I like him. Um, so I like what Miami's doing. And they're not spending a ton of money to make, you know, pretty substantial improvements to a pretty bare roster. Yeah. Is there, do you think that there's any chance that they could finish higher than, than fourth? Like what, what would you give kind of their percentage chances? Um, I have them eight games behind the Mets. I would say for the Mets to fall, I don't think Philly or Atlanta falls below Miami. I think the Mets are the only team that could. Um, DeGrom would have to miss significantly more time. Um, probably an injury to Scherzer. Lindor would have to repeat his bad year. A lot of things would have to go wrong for the Mets for Miami to finish higher than them. All right, so we can get in. Oh, excuse me, got him very congested today. Allergies are a bitch up here. Um, we can get into some over unders now. Um, so we'll start with the Braves. Um, 91 and a half is their over under number. They won 88 last year. I'm taking over. Definitely over. I have them at 100. I'll take the over. Yeah, over. Um, the New York Mets, they won 77 games last year. Um, their number is 88 and a half. I'll take the over, but very cautiously. I have them at 90, so over. I think it's just under. I'm going barely over. The Philadelphia Phillies, 82 wins last year. Uh, 86 and a half is their number. I think they'll be right around there. I think that's a really good number. I would say under barely, barely. Saying over. I have them at 94. Uh, that's like a top five lineup in baseball. I would say just over. Easy over. Uh, the Miami Marlins won 67 games last year. Their, num- their number is 77 and a half under. I'm taking over. Me too. Love the Marlins. I like the Marlins, but I'm not going to go with the over. I'm going to go under. 77 is tough. And then the Washington Nationals uh, won 65 games last year. Uh, their number is 71 and a half. I'll say the under. I think they're a disaster, especially in the playoffs. Under. Yeah, under. Yeah, under. They're a mess. Going over to the NL Central, um, we'll start with the Milwaukee Brewers. They brought in Andrew McCutcheon and uh, our beloved Hunter Renfro. Lost Eduardo Escobar and Avi Garcia. Um, the St. Louis Cardinals, um, they brought in Albert Pujols. Um, that was kind of their big one. Again, not really too much else. Steven Matz was kind of added to their rotation as well. Um, Chicago Cubs brought in uh, Suzuki. Um, they brought in Stroman. Uh, those were kind of their two big ads. Um, the Cincinnati Reds lost a ton of people. Uh, Wade Miley was one of them. Um, Nick Castellanos, Jesse Winker, Suarez, Sonny Gray, Tucker Barnhart. They, are, they were selling, clearly. And then the Pittsburgh Pirates added Zach Thompson from Miami and lost Stallings. So 
Um, Colin, start with start us off with your standings. Uh, Brewers one, Cardinals two, Cubs three, and Reds Pirates four five. Yeah, I had the same thing. Brewers one, Cardinals Cubs Reds Pirates at the bottom. I don't think this division's that good at all. I went Cardinals number one, Brewers two, Cubs three, Reds four, Pirates five. I have the same as um, Scully and Newman. I, I, I like Milwaukee a lot. I've kind of always liked Milwaukee, um, especially last year as well. Um, so let's see. I'll talk about the Cubs because I said it on the podcast. I think they'll be actually pretty good. Um, I like a lot of what they did. I, I think Stroman will be big for them. I think Suzuki will come in. He'll be a big help with the bat. Um, they brought in Nick Madrigal. They just have these young up-and-coming players too. That are like Contreras is still there. You look at the rotation – um, Smiley's been playing well. I don't have the roster in front of me, but I like a lot of what they did. And I think they could surprise people. I said on the podcast, David Ross would be my NL manager of the year. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. It's a competitive NL, but I think he'll have them kind of right in there. Um, Colin, you want to talk about the Brewers and, and what yeah. you like? About them? Uh, I mean, what's not to like about the pitching staff, right? Yeah. Burns Woodruff, who's on my fantasy team. And Peralta, that's the best three uh, in the MLB, in my opinion. And then probably the best eight, nine punch outside of Graveman and Hendricks, you could argue, would be Williams and Hayter. Um, both locked down, disgusting stuff, miss a ton of bats. Uh, they're just going to win. A, I'd say they'd win like 75% of the games that those three guys started. Uh, that's how good I think they're going to be this year. Obviously, Burns was astronomical. Uh, how low his ERA was last year, a ton of strikeouts. Um, and Renfro, I don't expect to have the same average year. I don't think he hits like 278. It's probably more around 250 in my opinion, um, but easily 30 home runs in that ballpark. You hope Yelich can kind of be like a 280, 290 rather than a 260 like he has been the past few years. Um, I like, uh, who's their fucking shortstop, Adamas. I like him a lot. He had a good year last year. So I think they have a lot of good pieces. Wong up the middle. They have Urias as well. Um, I, I like the Brewers this year, and it's a pretty weak division, in my opinion. I mean, they're good. Those top three teams are going to pound on Cincinnati and Pittsburgh all year long. Jason, you have the Brewers in second. And what do you think? Is there concern, especially on the offense? I know we've kind of, I feel like we've had this discussion, especially last year. Um, I don't know. What do you, do you have any concerns about the Brewers? I'm not going to lie to you. I think Colin might've just convinced me there to pick the Brewers over the Cardinals for first place. Um, so I'm, I'm going to change my pick there. I think you made a very good point with their rotation, um, being one of the best three first three in the majors. And then the, the punch in the bullpen in the end there is definitely incredible. Um, yeah, so I, I honestly think the Brewers will be better than the Cardinals this year, so I'm going to switch my pick there. Newman, you want to talk to us about the Cardinals and kind of what they're looking like this year? Well, they're going to finish in second place, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, Flaherty is battling injury, uh, so they're not going to really have him out of the gate, which is super tough. But obviously, um, what the, I don't even, who the fuck is even on their pitching staff? Fucking Michaelis? They got Mats now, who I think will be Mats. Gallegos, Reyes. Gallegos is going to close. Um, yes, they do get Jordan Hicks back, which is super good. Um, 
Hosted guy. Dylan yeah, Carlson. Dylan Carlson. I, yeah, I've heard his name a lot in spring training. I think he's going to hit leadoff for them, which kind of sucks for Tommy Edmond. I think he's hitting like eighth or ninth now, so no oh, really yeah. value for him. But yeah. I think they have a good lineup. And then this is easily the weakest division. So any of their pitchers pitching against, you know, Pittsburgh or fucking Cincinnati, they're going to do fine. So I think they'll cruise to, you know, a second place finish. They'll be a decent team this year. Yeah, it's really a good time to own, say, a Milwaukee Brewer pitcher in fantasy baseball. I said on the podcast, on our most recent one, when we did awards, I have Freddie Peralta winning the NL Cy Young. I feel really good about that. He had an under one whip last year, and he'll be, his innings will be ramped up this year. I think he's better than Woodruff. I think Woodruff falls off a little bit. Burns stays to where he's been at, and I think Peralta takes that step, almost going right with Burns uh, as the, as kind of their number two over Woodruff. Um and I had Woodruff as my sleeper Cy Young last year. Um, or did I, I – he might have just been my Cy Young. I can't remember, but I had him up there. Um, so it should be interesting uh, to see how that plays out. We'll do some over-unders. Milwaukee, 89.5 is their number. They won 95 last year. I am hammering this over. I think they win 100 games. I said 97, but it has to be over no matter what, just how bad the division is. Yeah, they're hitting at least 90. I'd take the over. Yeah, over for sure. St. Louis Cardinals, 90 wins last year. 84 and a half is the number. I'm still going to take the over. I like a lot of their uh, their bullpen. They still got Goldschmidt. I think the lineup is capable. Um, Arenado, I'm taking the over. Over. The 84 seems like a disrespect. Also, shout out Tyler O'Neill. I think he's going to have a Ooh, fucking gigantic year this year. I'll take the over just because the division is so bad. Yeah, 84 is low. I'm definitely taking the over. And, yeah, it's because of the guys you guys said. Chicago Cubs, 75-and-a-half is their uh, over-under this year. They won 71 games last year. I think it's an over. I think they're kind of going to be right in the thick of things. Over for me. I'm going the under. I don't think they're very good. I think the Cubs are awful. I'm taking the under. Uh, Cincinnati Reds. Uh, they won 83 games last year. Their number is 74 and a half this year. I think they're awful, to be quite honest with you. Their pitchers are going to be serving up home runs in that ballpark left and right. Going to be a shit show in Cincinnati this year. Under. 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 I mean, at the start of this, Evan mentioned how they traded away their whole entire team. Under, for sure. <laughs> and lastly, the Pittsburgh Pirates. At least, you know, maybe they won't go as low as this team. Uh, 61 wins last year. 65 and a half is their number. There's just nothing, nothing here under. Under, they're going to trade Reynolds, so. Yeah, under, it's a disgrace. Yeah, I'm taking under. I think they'll be the worst team in majors. And then last up, NL West. We got the Los Angeles Dodgers, and if I could ever have my computer load. Uh, Freddie Freeman, the big ad, obviously. Probably the biggest signing of the offseason. We could kind of get into that, but that was – the biggest after lockout signing for sure. Uh, they did lose Scherzer, Corey Seager, and the surprising one was Kenley Jansen. I think a lot of people thought that he was going to stay there. Really surprising to see him leave, especially going to Atlanta. We forgot to even mention that when we were talking about the Braves. Well, they had Kimbrel to replace him, so. That's true. That, uh, thank you. I did I did forget about that. Uh, Giants added Carlos Rodon, Alex Cobb, Matt Boyd, um, Jock Peterson as well, lost Gosman, Posey to retirement and then chris bryant goes to the rockies san diego padres nick martinez is an ad uh they brought in luke voigt uh from the yankees and then obviously the shamanaya which i think we would all agree that was a really good move for them uh lost tommy fam to cincinnati mark melanson 
and Adam Frazier. Uh, the Rockies really weird off season, right? You bring in Chris Bryant, but you let go Trevor Story and John Gray. Very odd what they're doing there. And then the Diamondbacks, as I noted earlier, Mark Melanson's really kind of their only ad. He'll take over as their closer. Formerly of the Padres, had a really good year last year. Uh, Colin, want to give us your standings? Yeah, Dodgers won. Padres and Giants was very hard for me. I went Padres two, Giants three, but it's only a two-game margin. Uh, and then Rockies and Diamondbacks way below those two teams. I went Dodgers first. I have the Giants in second. I like them this year. Padres third, Rockies fourth, D-backs in fifth. I mean, it's clear the Dodgers are number one. Um, and then I agree with Collins between the Padres and Giants for number two. It's close, but I'm going Padres two, Giants three, Rockies four, Diamondbacks five. And then I'm going to go Dodgers one, Giants two. I think the Giants are still going to be really good. Uh, Padres, I'm not so high on. I kind of was shitting on them on the last pod before they added Mania, though, to their credit. Uh, Rockies and then Diamondbacks. Um, Colin, I know you're very high on the Padres. You want to talk to us about them? I'm not very high, but you add Mania. I would guess that they do eventually get Reynolds, um, especially with Paddock kind of being expendable now that you have Mania. So I could see that deal happening if that were to happen. I definitely like where I have them in the standings. Um, but to me, it's more of the culture change. Uh, a lot of rotations, not rotations, but rotation between managers over the past 10 years in San Diego. Um you bring in Bob Melvin. It's a guy who knows how to win, guy who knows how to manage a roster. Um, you have Tatis healthy this year, still have Machado. Cronenworth came on hard last year. Um, I just like the roster. Obviously, you hope Darvish bounces back, Snell bounces back. Um, Clevenger is healthy now. Um, so it's a really good team. I mean, I- I'm kind of surprised you don't like them, Evan. Yeah, I just have my. Too. I just have my concerns about their rotation. I, again, I think I'm, I'm Listen still to those names though. I think last season was an outlier for those guys. Again. And I think that's the difference. All right. I, I did not like Chris Paddock last year. I think if he's in the rotation, they should try to trade him for Reynolds. That would be huge for them. Uh, Clevin- Paddock's their four or five. Even they got you yeah. Darvish, Mike Clevenger, Blake Snell, and Sean, Sean Manaya. Manaya. Yeah, but what was Blake Snell's ERA last year? Like it was four one. Four one. Four one. Darvish, what was his? Dar- he might have been their best pitcher. I mean, my God. Uh, again, I'm not too high on him either. Clevenger's just coming back from an injury. Uh, Manaya, again, Manaya, when he comes to Fenway Park, he he sucks. Like I'm not. I think he's a good pitcher, but I don't. Still think had he's a sub four last year. Yeah, listen. I, I you just get think, a sub. You get sub four out of your fourth pitcher, Evan. The Red Sox fucking would beg for sub four. Oh, I'd love that. Two. Yeah. Well, I don't think I'm. Um, how many sub four guys do you think that they got in their rotation? So all right, four so, of those guys we just listed are sub four this year. So you think Darvish? Uh, sorry, Darvish, Snell, Clevenger, Am, and I are all sub four. Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. I I disagree. I mean, the I NL think, is weak, dude. Dude. Dude, they're going to be playing like the Dodgers, bro, the Giants, like capable lineups. The Rockies, yeah, and then when they go to Coors, Chris Bryant, that's like it's still a pretty good lineup in Colorado that they have. They've always been pesky. They're so good at home. Like, I'd say maybe one or two guys sub four there. And it's certainly not. Oh, they also have Joe Musgrove. Yeah. 
Oh my God. Joe Musgrove was their best pitcher last year. Yeah, he was. He was. But again, can you bank on him to do that again? I don't think so. Paddock so. isn't even in the rotation right now. You're yeah. out of your goddamn mind. And they fucking trade I him. might have him at 100 wins now. I might have him at 100. Oh, put. Oh, I dare you to put him number one in the division. No. No, you're out of your fucking mind. I'm, I'm, I'm saying Listen. I have the White Sox in the playoffs and the Dodgers in first. Listen, this team is not, is not near the Dodgers. I, the Giants are better than this team. And really, really make an yes. argument that the Dodger Giants rotation is better than that. Webb is an absolute breakout superstar, right? Like, I think we could all agree on that. Webb and uh, Musgrove cancel out. I don't, Musgrove had one year, dude. In, in Houston and Pittsburgh. Webb like, has had no years. Webb had just playoffs. Dude, look at the playoffs. Where was Joe Musgrove in the playoffs? They didn't make year? it. I didn't, I That's didn't not his it. fault. Um, I mean, they clearly had a lot of issues. Sure they only won how many games? 79? You are digging yourself a fucking ditch right now, bro. They got Webb. They got Di Scalfani. They got Carlos Rodon, who had a great year. Yeah, Di uh, Scalfani really gets me up out of my seat. Woo! <laughs> Can't wait to fucking watch him throw 92. Yippee. <laughs> listen, we'll have to see. I mean, we always have these discussions. And then I always say, listen, it's not going to happen how you think it's going to happen. That's my saying. Jason, I don't know if you're familiar with our podcast. This is kind of how Evan. I don't know goes. if you're familiar. I don't know if you're familiar with the fact that I was on the Giants train since last April. Okay, I yeah. knew the Giants were going to be good. Yeah, yeah, you were. You, I'll give you credit. You were on their train, and now I know that they're not going to be as good as San Diego. I, look, I still have, it's a two win margin. It could go either way for me. <laughs> I mean, I think the loss, right? I think. What the Giants should have done, they should try to keep Chris Bryant. I don't know why. Chris Bryant said he liked it there, and then he decides to go to Colorado. That was very odd to me. I think that move would hurt them the most. I think they're pitching like they, – I'd risking. rather Gosman over Rodone too. God, yeah, mm, that's close. I, again, I worry about Gosman though, in the AL East. But, again – Yeah, he's going to get uh, knocked around, I think. Because obviously being with Baltimore for a little while. He had a, he had a tough second half, too. His ERA went up like 0. 0.7, 0. 0.8 after the All-Star break. Yeah. I think, you know, you look at it, they did re-sign Alex Wood as well. Um, oh, you know, another Matt, guy that really gets me fucking <laughs> excited. Listen, you look at their pitching, like their pitching was really good last year. Like, it saved them a lot. Uh, again, guys, uh, make the argument. but again, Better lineups in the division now, though. I mean, what we'll to see. Any other thoughts? I, I, I'm sorry. We just kind of went back and forth there. Um, I don't even know where the fuck we were, to be honest with you. Is standings? It where you? I think, oh, over-unders? I think we're Let's on. hit the over-unders. Yeah. Standings. Yeah. Over-unders. All right. L.A. Dodgers, 106 wins last year. 98 and a half is the number. It's got to be over. God, I have them at 110. Yeah. I have the over. Yeah, there's no way they're not winning 100 games over. Uh, San Francisco Giants, 107 last year, 86 and a half is their number. I'm taking oh, I'm not super high on them, but that's offensive. Over. That's an easy over. Yeah, over. San Diego Padres won 79 games last year. Their number is 89 and a half. I think they'll be a, right around here. I'm going to go under barely. I'll say 88. Over. I have them at 97, Evan. 
I'll go over. Way over. How many? How many, Jason? How many do you think they win? I like ninety-seven. Actually, I think that's a good number. You and Colin agreeing a lot. Very much in tune tonight. Um, <laughs> As it should be. Nobody should agree yeah. with your idiotic ass. <laughs> Colorado Rockies. Listen, I don't get. I don't get paid. I can say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> it's wrong, whatever. But uh, it's funny. Colorado Rockies won seventy-four games last year. Uh, Sixty-eight and a half. I'm gonna take the over. They're, they've always been a pesky team to me, especially at home. Yeah, I'll go over. They win way too many games at home to ever like not finish somewhere near five hundred. Yeah, I'll take the over. They're not terrible. I think it was sixty-eight and a half. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking over. Arizona Diamondbacks uh, won fifty-two games last year. This is the worst team in baseball in my eyes. Uh, their number is sixty-seven and a half. Really shocked to see that number be that high. Under slamming the under. Yeah, under. Way under. Under. Do we want to go over our NL playoff teams now? Yeah. All right. I got Atlanta. I got Milwaukee, and I got the Dodgers as the division winners. And then I'm probably going to say Mets, although uh, I don't feel too good about that. Just they're the Mets. Haven't made the playoffs since 2016. And then I'd probably say Giants. And then that leaves it probably St. Louis or San Diego. Probably. Or Philadelphia. Fuck. Oh, do not leave the Padres out of the playoffs, please. You can't leave Philly out either, though. Well, that's the problem. Uh, I got to think more. Come back to me. Go ahead. Come All right. Me. I have Atlanta, Milwaukee, and the Dodgers winning their divisions. And then I would have Philly, San Diego, and San Francisco. So Mets and Cardinals missing for me. Yeah, for me, I have I have Braves, Brewers, Dodgers, Giants, Padres both make it. And then I have I just like the Mets better than the Phillies, so the Phillies have to miss, but I would not be shocked to see them even fucking win the division. Yeah, I have Phillies winning the division, Brewers winning the division, Dodgers winning, and then I have the uh, Braves, Mets, and Padres as the wildcard teams. I left the Cardinals off. It was between the Cardinals and Mets for me, but I'm, I'm taking the Mets just because they have a little bit more uh, names on their team. Listen, I mean, the Padres, like, if if these guys that we noted in the rotation, if they can, like, if Snell can get back to how he was in Tampa Bay, if, you know, Clevenger comes back to how he was in Cleveland, like, again, Paddock, or, well, Paddock won't even play. If Musgrove can keep it up, like, again, their ceiling is high. I just don't see it. I'm going to go Cardinals in. So, um going to be some go. cold takes for you come uh, come fucking September when well, we review this shit. Well, we hold the tapes. We hold the tapes. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, World Series representative in the NL. Um, anybody but the Dodgers, Colin, what do you think? No. I can't see it. It's I could see maybe maybe the Brewers with that bullpen. I, the Dodgers bullpen's a little shaky. Kimbrel's been kind of iffy, but I think it has to be the Dodgers for now. It's so hard to not say the Dodgers, and I want to say any other team, but I just I can't see any other team knocking out the Dodgers. So I, Dodgers. Ugh. You just can't beat them that many times in a row. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. I think if, if they get Bauer back too, ugh. yeah, forget it. I think it's got to be LA. Um, wouldn't be surprised to see 
Milwaukee kind of be that team. Obviously, you know, you have the the three starters and then the good bullpen. I think that's just the recipe of how to beat the Dodgers. And I honestly think if San Diego plays to their ceiling, they would put up a fair fight. I remember two years ago when they – they uh, did they play in the playoffs or they had, like, a few games down the stretch to decide um, the division and it was just, like, a gun show. I think you're right. And then I remember even, too, like, last year we, like, put on our story, like, who's got the better rotation as, like, a poll between the Padres and Dodgers. Like, it's know. close. Those oh, names my- on paper – are very fucking good. Well, I mean, yeah. last year I had them in the playoffs. I think I had them second, obviously. I think we all, like, we all did. Yeah. We all did. But, I think last year was a fluke for San Diego. I agree. And I think you mentioned it earlier, Bob Melvin as the manager is huge for them. Yeah. I think that makes a world of difference. Jace Tingler was fucking awful. I mean, who the yeah. hell was – who the hell made that decision? I, I yeah. Could, it was probably Bud Black's uh, designated survivor. <laughs> uh, do we have anything else or should we wrap? I think that's good. All right. Sweet pod. Jason, thanks for coming on today. As a, as always, it was a pleasure. Good time. Absolutely. Always a blast. We'll have to have you back on mid-season when we review this uh, debacle. <laughs> for sure. Yes. And plug your plug your podcast. Yeah, in the dugout podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Big interview with Ryan Fitzgerald was our latest episode, so go check that out. Sweet. Thanks, Jason. Uh, To the listeners, we'll see you next week. Later. Peace out. Put your tears away. Ain't no fear today. You can drive off towards that summertime sunset. What you ain't done yet Take the keys, leave the regrets Write your letters, place your bets I'll be the one who accepts